0: for him because we miss him so much and it breaks my my heart to have to do this today, but we are going to do it. Welcome everybody to this special episode of Collider Heroes. I am John Roca, the producer of the show. As many of you know, and I'm sure all of you know, our king of the sweaties, our beloved leader John Schnepp passed away last week. All of us, a lot of us were there at Comic-Con commiserating with each other, telling stories Raising glasses, having incredible memories uh, and experiences told to us that we didn't know about, about John Schnapp. And everywhere I walked on the floor, people stopped me to offer their condolences, to talk about their experiences. And when I posted stuff on social media about his passing and the details, people offered some incredible uh, thoughts and remembrances of John. And I will start off with one as I brought up on Movie Talk. It's the one that affects me the most, is his father wrote a very long remembrance of John and said, my son wasn't into sports, he wasn't into these kinds of things, and he felt like he had no one he could look up to. And then I showed him an episode of Heroes, and he saw himself in Schnepp. He saw that he could be... This kind of interesting looking dude and be successful doing the things that he's doing and be sweaty and passionate about the things that he is and then make fun of things in the way and do the things that he does and all these things. And he saw something in him that he related to as a young child and he said, finally, he had someone to look up to. And that is the magic of Schnepp, one of the most incredibly unique people ever that I've ever met in my life. And I think all of us have ever experienced in our world. And it was my honor to take over the producing duties uh, last last year and work with John. And John was incredibly gracious uh, to welcome me with open arms and to work with me. And uh, it just was a life-changing experience for me. And I grew in confidence. And as you saw by our banter, it was a lot of fun back and forth in that way. And uh, the frustration was always uh, playful. And uh, the conversations we had about politics, comic books, and superheroes were so moving for me and life-changing for me oh, and opened my eyes on some incredible new ways to look at these uh, superheroes and these superhero movies and these comic books. Now, as many of you know, we had numerous guests that rolled through Heroes, and a lot. some of them are here uh, to offer their tributes, their remembrances, and their experiences, and the first of which, uh, coming from Scotland, the wee Claire Lim is here to be my co-host for today's episode. Someone who knew John very well uh, and Holly as well. Please, we cannot uh, do any tribute without mentioning the incredible strength and power and the rock that Holly Payne was through this whole thing and uh, just just incredible strength she showed through this process and you were there for them. You got to know them at a premiere. We heard that on Movie Talk earlier today. Um, yes. Amy, what are some of your thoughts about Schnepp now as we...
1: I've been thinking about the the first moment that I met Schnepp, and I met him just before I'd met Holly, mm. and um, it was a, a Comic-Con, his is natural playground, and um, yeah. I had watched The Death of Superman live what, Lives What Happened, and it was a great a great documentary that everyone needs to watch if you've not seen it, and yeah. I walked up to their booth, which was in a tiny corner of this massive, busy <laughs> hall. And uh, Schnett was just standing there, just staring around, just on his own, just a giant of a man. I was like, oh, I didn't realise he's that tall.
2: <laughs> he was so
1: massive. And I'm, I felt like a tiny goblin next to him. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. And um, he was really chilled, really calm. And as soon as the camera went on, he was like, yeah, and his enthusiasm and his his life force were just projecting through. He... Like, he just was so knowledgeable and so um, enthusiastic about what he loved. And that was my first impression of Schnepp. Um, and then I met Holly. Um, and we all became fast friends as couples, me, my husband, and, and John Holly. And we we share the same entrepreneurial spirit, the same adventuring spirit. And they have taken us, we've all gone on so many adventures together as a foursome um, we feel like our own little Fantastic Four, like adventuring around London, <laughs> adventuring around L.A., showing us all these little secret pockets, and trying to get John to do a Scottish accent was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could have heard, heard that. We tried to take him through all the European accents. That was one thing he couldn't do. Right. So, yeah, that, that was. Uh, he was good at everything apart from accents,
3: but...
1: <laughs> I, you know, hearing all of um, the stories and all of these little, I'm going to call them shades of schnep, mm-hmm. um, heartens me. Uh, it just warms my heart. Um, and he will absolutely never be forgotten. It feels like I'm having an out-of-body experience even being here. Yeah. Um, but I'm just I'm just glad that I can be to say some words. So
0: well, we appreciate you being here, Claire. Thanks so much. Thank uh, and I do want to introduce uh, the first two panelists here coming in, Koy Jandrew, and Marquia McCarty. Uh, both of you having been on the show recently a lot, talking about comic book superheroes, being at Las Vegas Comic Con. Drunken videos, playing very funny stuff. I mean, just incredible. We can't talk about we can't talk about, talk about John Steff without. We all have remembrances, but we knew John was a fun, crazy guy. So you guys have so uh, many memories with him that have just happened over these last few months. Like, what what would you like to talk about? What would you like to say? Really, that much? Okay, interesting. I uh, yeah,
4: I'm okay. Yeah, I feel like. Um, I've known John for years, and I didn't get to work with him until recently. And he was a guy uh, that never missed a birthday, man. That guy, like... (laughs) I I went through, and I was was dumb enough to click on the See Friendship button on Facebook to just dive in. Um, And it was without fail, between, like, nine and noon, just birthday. And just... And he realized that I am a shameless narcissist, so as the birthdays advanced, it was happy birthday week, happy birthday month. He, like, understood that it was more about, like, the And he just... He was always, like, there for, for that perspective. Like, he knew what made your day special, and he always, like, found the way to get to it. And he was like that with movies and comics, but also about people. Like, I feel like John showed me how okay it was to be authentic. Like, I... I'm a weird enough guy that I've been worried about it. So John was was one of the people that before I knew him well, I was like, oh, that that's an opportunity to, to lean a little okay, this is fine. Little bit more, okay, this is fine. And John just went all the way and he was he was so inspiring before I knew him and is so inspiring now that I know him and doing the show with him was was one of my great privileges of life because it was it was talking about the stuff that we both love. But, like, um, with all of the, the zeal that I, like, keep in a box. Because Sean just fucking goes. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it felt so good to just have a kindred spirit that was as big and as lively and then he was actually as big and as lively so so john was important in my life before i knew him and then once i knew him he got better and they always talk about like how hard it is to get to know people in la but john was just an open book once you knew him like just the like the, the right on coy like the fucking right on mm-hmm. and um trip to vegas was perfect we got to drive up together we got to like that car ride was just four hours of John. Yeah. The soda. <laughs> it's like the so- soda. We got the grossest soda. Yeah, I got we, <laughs> we stopped at
2: a gas station on the way, and, you know, we're just exploring, you know, the gas station. It's like all the different kinds of jerky kind of things of course, and, of and, course. and everything like that. And um, there were there was these row of um, gourmet sodas. <laughs> Everything from um, cat piss was one. I don't know what was actually in there, but um, thank God John actually gravitated to the ones that seemed like they, they you could actually drink them. Um, kind of like uh, koi ended up getting a buffalo wing one. Um, uh, I got um, I think it was maple syrup. Um, and uh, oh God, what John was got John's? peanut
4: butter and jelly. Peanut and butter drank, and jelly. He drank, he drank one and a half sips and then offered to give it away at the booth. <laughs> yeah. He was going to give head. it to a fan. But those little moments that normally wouldn't be exciting, like we were just wandering a convenience store in Nevada, that shouldn't be a good time. It was like (laughs) a very documented experience, and we found giant tootsie rolls. And like it was just, it was when you're a kid. Being with John Schnepp was like being in big. Yeah. Like everything was like the the adulthood of like figuring out Tom Hanks, but the kidhood of being kid Tom Hanks. Everything was like the entire Comic Con Shazam was was John would have loved that trailer and and Aquaman. I want to talk to him about that. Yeah. Spider Ham,
0: like Spider. The
4: fact that there is a Spider Ham yeah. and a Nicolas Cage voice Spider Man in one movie that is John. John did yeah. that.
0: That would have been the first fifteen minutes of this show. This it's whole is, all about Spider Ham and Nicolas happened? Cage. Yes.
4: Yeah. And he taught my girlfriend how to gamble. Like, we wandered yeah. through a casino. and He lost so much money. He lost, was, so, he much lost money. so much money so he was he was, like,
2: he was like, let me show you how to do roulette. And then he, he oh, lost $200 in 20 words. minutes. Like, we were standing at the... That we sounds were, about he, right. He, he lost the, the money before the drinks could yeah, go we, back. We were <laughs> at the crab table, and I was
4: like, that's like 20 bucks, right? He's like, nah, it's 100. Five minutes ago, by. He's like, well, I'm out, we should go. And I'm like, you just taught Sheena how to gamble that way? Like, this is... But it never... Like, he wasn't vexed. He wasn't. He, he no. never let the world weigh him down. And he was just always, even when he didn't like something, he found a way to be positive. And that's that's what I have always tried to do. So to meet someone yeah. that did it and was authentic in it, and also created so much that created my child, like Space Ghost, and and the 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 amount of work he did outside of of this, yeah. and the amount of talent he had that was so multifaceted, the amount of creativity. Like, it's just, it's so inspirational to, to yeah. know someone that good and that talented. Well, Usually it's one or the other.
0: They called him King of the Sweaties <laughs> for a reason. And, you know, it's because he was, he set an example of how to be sweaty about something you loved at the highest level. With no bar, shame. Man, like, right, yeah. with no shame and pure joy. Marquis, what are you, some of your remembrances of being on the show with John, coming onto the show for the first time, and then the multiple episodes you've been on with him?
2: Uh, the thing I, I really loved about John, um, amongst, A lot of things. Uh, For one, so easy to love. Dear God, (laughs) that man. Um, And then uh, didn't even know the term gatekeeping when it comes to anything. It's like whatever your nerdery was, it was more than enough. And if it wasn't something that he was interested in, like, I think I tried to have a Sailor Moon conversation or Mm. something with him before. Maybe it wasn't Sailor Moon, but whatever it was, (laughs) he was just like, uh, he he would like nod. And and you could feel he was listening Mm -hmm. and he would sort, but it was also like uh that that's that's he's <laughs> <It's> like uh, <laughs> i think um but one of the things I, I particularly loved about this is like, uh, I don't know if people realize or not, but the After Heroes show was even yeah. more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, of after-
0: oh, we know that After Heroes show oh, very man. well here at Collider, yes. Go
4: to the back. <laughs> Go to the Around back. Outside. Around the corner.
0: Around the wall. This is Around an office. Wall. Leave. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Three hours later, we're sitting living in the back. Please. Like, us yeah. and, like Amy's just Jesus. like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
5: And, yeah, yeah. It just builds and builds.
2: It's one of the things, because <laughs> it's like it wasn't enough to have, like, the hour, the hour 15 Mm. until Roka could finally um, kick John out of the studio. It's like, we'd stand there in the office, and then they'd have to uh, make us go to the far end, and then even then, we were too loud. You guys want to go
4: get lunch? Yeah, let's go get lunch. Hey, the movie theater's right here at five o'clock. Yeah. Um,
2: I, I in particular, love just how, how open and accessible he was. I, 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 I guess I didn't realize how much Schnepp was already in my life with all of the stuff that he did, you know, space Ghost, um, uh, directing black Panther, the 2010, um, BET, uh, black Panther with Reginald Hudlin. Uh, and then once I actually met the man, it was like, Oh, he, he was a person that you didn't realize that you always needed him to be in your life. And now that he was there, you couldn't picture your life without him. um, and I, don't, I didn't get to know him as long as everybody else, and I just wish I had had more time. Uh, he yeah. was one of those people that I would love to uh been able to do that seat friendship
6: on Facebook <laughs> with. You know, it's a weird there's, journey, there's a, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
2: imagine so. Just thinking over uh, some of the conversations I had with him with, like, um, yeah, Avengers Infinity War, uh, when we all saw that at the same time at the, uh, in that morning um, <laughs> showing, uh, and then we did, like, a three-way video. It was me, him, and, and Robert. And then afterwards, um, uh, Schnepp was like, oh, hey, can I ride with you back to the studio? I was like, right. oh, j- y- yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. we we could do that. John <laughs> Schnepp, let's do that right now. Get in my crappy car. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, and then we just had this intense conversation of all the things that we wouldn't be able to speak about because we were driving to Collider um, to do a non-spoiler yeah. <laughs> review of Avengers Infinity War. And it's just... Oh, and speaking about Vegas, like, on the way to Vegas, you know, that's, like, what, a four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour? Mm. John talked the entire time.
0: Oh, yeah, no surprise. <laughs> <The entire laughs> no
4: surprise. I learned so much about his childhood, and I got, to, I got to hear about, like, John Schnepp's a hip-hop head, man, like me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I got to hear about him Big going top. to, like, OG, like, street hip-hop mm-hmm. shows and, like, growing up in Chicago and experiencing the hip-hop scene in Chicago mm-hmm. that I've only heard of in, like, cassette tapes. And, like, John was there, and he must have been just, like, just the best view. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can't... like And we also, on, on the way to Vegas, like, we heard about, like, what got him into comics and, like, yeah. why his perspective of what it and was. And he
2: also, he cares so much about people, people that he works with, that if he felt like he wasn't doing something right by someone, then that would, like, kind of agonize, mm-hmm. you know, with him. And he would have to keep on turning that over, mm-hmm. you know. It's, like, because to talk an amazing person, a good man, a great man, um, most definitely. And... uh just all the nerdery. Yeah. Uh, uh, he told us about um, how he and Holly first met. And I thought, like, oh, my that God, they're going to be together big, yeah. forever. This is yeah. amazing.
4: We yeah. drove in. Yeah. We got those demon sodas. And then we went immediately to an all-you-can-eat buffet. So by the time we got to the panel, we were barely human. Yeah. <laughs> but while we were at the all-you-can-eat buffet, it was just hearing about him and Holly yeah. and how they met and, like, the dates the and, love, the, and the adventures. The love, and and it was just it was really good to see and talk with a man about not just pop culture like to yeah. get to know him and i've one i've one brief story about yeah, and uh, then i
2: have one
4: okay brief one too. so so john uh okay quickly it's a half story one and a half story
0: my whiteboard
4: so i I found out on the way there that john worked at showcase cinemas i also worked at showcase cinemas and we both worked at showcase cinemas in the same years and we both were like super conspiratorial like hey do you know that trick did you know that trick and there were things you could do to either profit right at the movie theater when you're making minimum wage and we both had like these (laughs) like we had these competing stories (laughs) of how we screwed over this mega corporation look at you showcase cinemas uh but it was this amazing thing where we both had no idea we we were both getting paid by the same corporation yeah. in different states, doing the same malicious, like evil doings. And it was like, like I would sneak people in, like Lord of the Rings, like someone in the back paid me 20 bucks, they'd be in front of the line. Like, John had the same like entrepreneurial right. spirit at the job. <laughs> like, you got to prophesy. I can't words. believe he's still, just still saying this right now. Yeah. He's just <laughs> saying this. We're going to tribute. This is a wink. <laughs> this this here we go right now. Everybody's bringing out the know. beers, <laughs> <Reasons> <laughs> no. soda cups. But the, the story I wanted to tell was oh, John. That, oh, that wasn't the last story. Sorry, Internet. I went to a Stanley event and I didn't know John was going to be there. Yeah. And I walked in, and it was a company sent me there, and they didn't care about me there. They were like, go do a story. So I had seats that were literally non-existent. The seats went up to T. My seat said V, and I didn't know where I was supposed to go. And I was like, how is this even possible? I see John, and John pulls me aside, and he's like, no, no, you're good. You're with me, and brings me into the green room. Wow. And the whole time we're at the Stan Lee event, I was supposed to be like, yeah. and I'm like, between John and Lou Ferrigno, which I tell you is a
6: giant—that's a lot of
4: people—and <laughs> I'm just sitting there like this is completely. I'm having a different experience because of John Schnepp. Wow. and we knew each other for years, but that was the first time he reached out as a friend, and he showed me what it meant to, to that you're like no like no gatekeeping. It was the most inclusive I've ever felt, and it was with all my heroes. It was with all the people that are in the comic community, and it was it was I got to meet Stan Lee thanks to John. I got to experience the the peak of comicdom. Because of John Schnapp, and I think that's what he did for the world, and I got to do it in a tangible 3D way, and that was when I realized, like, oh, you're not just an acquaintance, you're a good friend, and then it wasn't it wasn't long after he brought me on the show, and, and we became, like, he was, John is one of my best friends, and I, and I can't, I, I can't fathom not being able to text him, or call, or... Look at the see friendship or wait for my birthday thing this year. And, and the last thing I'm saying is uh, he and Sheena were talking about my birthday already. So I, in six weeks, could have a little bit of John. I could have, like, fingerprints on my birthday that were him because yeah. they had this idea that's the Best birthday
0: gift, that's the kind of person he was, yeah, absolutely. With the birthdays and everything like that, we spoke about that on movie talk how he could find these little things, whether whether there was something from 1987 yeah. or whatever, like he found something he heard, he listened to you. That was really the gift of John, he could listen to you, you know, if he was interested. Uh, what was your story, Marquia? Uh,
2: it was a uh... Going on about the inclusivity, uh, mm. when it came to John, uh, at Amazing Comic Con there's a little miscommunication with um who would be moderating what kind of a thing. And mm-hmm. I was called in to moderate um uh, was it Jason Aaron and um his last name is Young. Scotty Young. Scotty Young, thank mm-hmm. you. I was gonna say Cody Young. Who's that? I don't know. Um, Scotty Young, and um, you know, so I was like I was there I was like, Oh, okay, great, we, you know, do this and and then uh, John comes up, he's like, Oh good, I'm here to to moderate the panel. I was like, Oh <laughs> okay uh yeah I'd be like great great yeah this was uh, the panel we were talking about and then I was like John is it okay if I like co-moderate with you he's like yeah get up here <laughs> I was like great yeah. I mean that's and that was just that was John and then like afterwards him thanking me for co-moderating it with him and then and then just um uh, okay for drunken uh Vegas um uh, and I couldn't believe he said it on a collider but it was like um um, John ended up getting tickets to Absinthe um, with like um, you know Paul and everything, um, and uh, and and then invited Meek, uh, Cody, Coy, and um, Sheena along happens. for the ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, when we got there, there were these giant drinks called Green Fairies. Um, and yeah, <laughs> so me and John got the same drink, and that's just a bad idea because it's like that might have been a John size drink, but for me, <laughs> it's like yeah. Um, so I'm I'm drinking that and, and telling John, oh, this isn't working. what's you know this isn't anything. And then um, John said oh, like on air, he'd be like, but then halfway through the show, she was like, Rew! <laughs> I
6: was
2: like yeah, thanks, John. So now I'm gonna tell that I'm gonna tell that story yeah. because why not? Why it was not? a great show in a green fairy. Is
0: a monster. <laughs> it is. It. Oh, no, yeah. uh, not that I know. That's I mean, what I've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> what the <laughs> exactly. oh, I couldn't feel my legs for three days. Uh, this is great uh, remembrances and experiences from both of you. Thank you so much. I know it's not easy. And uh, my heart goes out to both of you because uh, it's been fun. It was fun producing the show, having you guys. I know John Speck spoke very highly of both of you and your what you brought to the show and your experiences in the new, fresh, energy and points of views that you guys brought to the stuff that we talked about here on the show. So thank you both for taking the time honestly. Um, another person who uh, has been on the show as well a number of times and someone that John absolutely promoted with the Jupiter Jet comic recently Jason Inman, he recorded a video, couldn't be here today. He's a uh, write, uh, writer assistant writing whatever, what he's doing on that show over there at CBS um, but he took the time to send in a video and we'll play that for you now.
7: Hey super friends! sorry that I couldn't be there today, but I wanted to make sure that I still had a way to honor the great John Schnepp and the mighty Olympus, that is Collider video, that he helped create. Now, what I think is the greatest thing about John Schnepp is it didn't matter how well you knew him, you felt like you were one of his best friends, which is why I think fans responded to him, so much. His kindness and his excitement for everything nerd was infectious. It got inside you and it made us all excited. It made us all nerdy. It made us all sweaty. Now, one of my favorite stories is a couple of years ago, John and I were attending Phoenix Comic Con together and he had a booth and we had a table. We were there pitching Jupiter Jet and on a simple night after the con told him a little bit about the story, loved it, gave us some thoughts, helped us out with it because he loved to create. And we sort of hung out and we waxed poetical about what kind of world or what kind of comics, what kind of stories would be out there if Stan Lee and Jack Kirby never left the Fantastic Four. Because that was one thing that John and I could just talk on and on and on about. All, everything Kirby. And... It was all about where they would have taken this cosmic, crazy flavor with new characters and new stories and creating this enjoyable nerd world that doesn't exist. But to me and John, it was so real. We could see it. We could read it. We could enjoy it. And that, to me, is the perfect word to describe John. Cosmic. It's the only word I can think of to describe him. His passion his mind, his art, his love of the weird, his love of the zany, it's all cosmic because he was cosmic to me. Um, I love that he supported everything we did. He supported our book because I think he loved everything art. He loved everything cre- creation because he was cosmic. Um, I do know that John loved everything Jack Kirby. He loved everything of the Silver Age. And I would like to think that right now, John Schnepp is up there f- creating the fifth world for us. Because Jack Kirby created the fourth world, John is going to create the fifth world, and he's going to fill it with all the cosmic zaniness and all the awesome and all the love. And he's waiting for us up there with his Zeta beams and his mother boxes to welcome us all whenever we see them up there. And Jack Kirby, of course, is going to be sitting at his special dining room table, and John Schnepp is going to be best friends with him. I'm expecting that to be 100%. Um, I think the best way we can honor John Schnepp's legacy is to fill the world with all kinds of cosmic flavor, and let's honor John by keeping our fandom, our joy, our love for all this nerdy flavor cosmic pure cosmic in honor of John. Shweaty forever, John.
0: Devil horns, absolutely. That's awesome. The words from Jason Inman. want to thank him for taking the time to send that video And I'm sure a lot of you uh, echo the sentiments Jason was talking about. And his shirt, don't hate, create, I mean, that's the thing with John the mind was constantly going all kinds of projects ideas things that he was coming up with Uh, it was incredible and Claire you had I'm sure you heard so many of those projects and stories and ideas just randomly throughout your experiences with John something you can can talk about
1: yeah um, I can talk about some of those things I mean Holly would get in touch with me because uh, you know, girls are sometimes more communicative on text and WhatsApp. So, you know, not true. just. I saying, think it's true. Just uh, <laughs> I echo. So we were like WhatsApp voice message each other, and she, and occasionally John would be in the background. Going, oh, hey, Claire! Like in the background, <laughs> which was quite comforting. It was really lovely to hear. But she would tell me about all these projects. And when they were over at Christmas time with us, just there, um, I saw some of his artwork mm. first of all, which I had never seen before, which was absolutely incredible Um, and the series that uh, John and Holly were working on um, which is going to get out there god damn it if this Mm -hmm. the last thing anyone does you know I know Holly's going to fight tooth and nail to get it done and um, was privy to, to that process like hearing about the process all the way through the way that Holly and John's minds melded together creatively was incredible um, you know John's got all these crazy ideas maybe we can do this and then we can do that and, and what about this and that and Holly would hone it in <laughs> and then make things happen just a team like that is incredible and his mm. book of poetry I know that Holly wants to get as many Jeanette projects out there as possible yeah. um, to just keep his memory alive like and there's so many other things you need to check out. The first time John came uh, and Holly came round to the house is maybe like two or three years ago. Right. And we sat up till the wee hours of the morning, It's like, 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning. My cat was, like, not happy about it, so I was like, I want to sleep. We were just listening to, like, 90s grunge, and, and you know, John was showing his Metalocalypse, and um, the, the video that he was in with Ozzy Osbourne, as a young yeah. guy, and yeah. I was like, wow, you, you really do look like a convincing mad scientist. <laughs> like, even now, when I see you to pace, I'm like, yeah, like, that could have been another career choice for you. Um, but, you know, all of those mad moments, like... Uh, what Holly talked about, he has done so much. And even though he's not here, th- it's going to continue, yeah. which is something we should all be so feel so lucky for. Yeah,
0: yeah. And <laughs> Holly, just an incredible driving force in John's life. And so to hear her talking about it on Movie Talk and the projects mm-hmm. and the way she's going to keep his... Memory alive and the, his ideas and his project. That's all of it, just makes all of us feel excited because he had so much still to give, you yeah. know. And so knowing that it, at least some of it will still find its way and find its audience is, is really powerful. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we want to welcome on the next two guests here Emma Fife, the lovely Emma Fife, and my oh, man jay washington uh both of you have been on heroes multiple times you've yes. had experiences with John oh yes i was doing so.
8: heroes back when we were doing it every single day and yeah, we were trying oh, yes. to do 25 minute episodes <laughs> uh, and
0: I, just I remember that experiment <laughs> I have so yeah. many
8: memories of roca standing off to the side with his whiteboard just like furiously waving it in the air and Schnapp literally just like looking at you being like i don't fucking care yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that was just, this yeah. face this face yeah, that was exactly it. It was exactly it. was yeah. like the mouth that made like the upside. It was like yeah. a frown, but a smile still. And it's just like, yeah, I got you, dude. And then he would not skip over topics. He would be like, just cut, uh, yeah. cut ahead to this thing. Yeah. And he would just keep going. <laughs> I remember like during the 200th episode of Heroes, uh, it was this big mega episode. And we had so many people really who had did. been on the show throughout the years on. We and, used uh, two
4: stages. It was two stages. It was two stages of 10
8: people. And uh, <laughs> I remember, first of all, I was so honored to be like at the table with Schnep, mm-hmm. and uh, but I, I remember it was like we had. I think that um, maybe the Infinity War trailer had just dropped that day. Though right. I had actually seen it at Comic Con that year and done the Infinity War trailer reaction with Schnepp for yeah. Collider, which was uh, amazing. Uh, and but we like had not even gotten to talking about the Infinity War trailer, <laughs> and we were supposed to be done in like five minutes. <laughs> it was just classic Schnepp. Yep,
6: classic <laughs> Schnepp, Absolutely classic
0: <laughs> Schnepp. That's a great way to put it, Jay. What a- some of your memories of working with John and getting to know John Everybody who knows me knows I'm big about
9: where I'm from mm. born and raised outside of Chicago and him and I bonded over that when he found he was like oh, wait did you move to Chicago I'm like no I'm from Chicago he was like, dude, mm-hmm. I spent so much of the 90s in there. And so we sat down. He was like, then we started talking about different places and venues and stuff. He's like, is this still there? I'm like, no, they took it down to He was like, what the fuck? We talked about neighborhoods and changing. And then, like, even Coy said, talking to him about hip-hop
0: yeah, like was the
9: most unsuspected thing you would ever... Th- like, wait, I'm talking to you about what? Yeah. And, like, we were going in-depth. We were talking about Tribe. We were talking about Guru. We were talking about Gangstar. And I'm like... We we really having this conversation about nineties hip hop <laughs> and like Martina said, I grew up with this man. I was a f- I was one of those people who stayed up till three in the morning in Chicago yeah. watching the Black Panther cartoon when it came on BT <laughs> because for some god I don't know reason they put it on at three in the morning yeah. don't know why I used to
8: have terrible uh, insomnia <laughs> when I was a kid and so I would wa- I had a TV in my room and we had Cartoon Network and they would always show Space Ghost Coast to Coast like yeah. super yep. late at night so yeah
9: that Space Ghost <laughs> Coast to Coast uh, ting Hum for yeah. I'm like I knew right. of them and then I saw the death of Superman Lives. What happened? I was like, okay, this is yeah. a dope ass documentary. Why mm-hmm. does Nicholas Cage have the suit on? <laughs> <laughs> how did they, whoever, how did whoever do this? Find all this out. So I have a really funny story about
8: that actually. So I am in the Death of Superman Lives uh-huh. documentary. This was before I knew John and Holly. Oh, wow. I was at WonderCon years ago, and um, some people from their team were grabbing people off the floor to do reactions to seeing Nicholas Cage in the Superman <laughs> suit for the first time, right. and it was so funny because um, Shep and I had been working together for probably probably about six months or so before I actually met Holly and Holly took one look at me and went, you're in our movie. And Steph yeah. was like, what? <laughs> and uh, and Holly was like, I edited that part myself. <laughs> so, uh, and then, you know, I, I've just,
9: I've been good friends with both of them ever since. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just, you know, talking to them and then, when you realize I've been knowing you without knowing you. Yes, exactly. And then when we first met through, I think it was one of the big collider events, he was here and we just started talking mm-hmm. about comic books. He was like, dude, you really need to come on Heroes. Mm-hmm. I was like, for real? <laughs> you, you want me here? And then we would always just talk and like we would always have conversations again on this table going back and forth, back and forth. And then it was always if you told him something he didn't think about, and it caught his attention, you knew it. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. never thought about that. Yeah. And, or, or you'll have those debates about things and always sitting here... Had going and watching him going to those DC rants, and you like, well, let me go and get about it because <laughs> yeah. I know I know what this internet is going to be like in the next twenty minutes. After the video. Yeah, so was it
0: like, a joy? Yeah, you see my face God. melting as he goes.
9: Hilarious, because <laughs> you watch the pace It's beautiful and hilarious because you watch the passion, and you yeah. know he don't give a shit yeah, about what so people true. about to say. Mm-hmm. He finna say exactly how you feel, and he encourages you to say you to say how you feel about it. Uh, you know, don't go too far, but yeah. just you know, say right. what you and feel. And
8: I think that that, that was. The, that was really one of the things that was so special about John Schnepp was I remember, so when I first was on Collider Heroes, I think it was like an emergency last minute thing Wendy called me the night before and was mm-hmm. like hey, we need one more for Heroes tomorrow, can you do it? And I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds great um, and uh, and you know, Roka's like emailing me the rundown for the mm-hmm. show and it keeps changing yeah. like, until the moment that we're literally going on camera and... Um, it's
0: very rare that that happens <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
8: yeah, and uh, and I remember I had always been a little bit intimidated uh, by the idea of being on Heroes because I felt like I didn't know as much about comic books as a lot of the other people that were on the show, and and I wasn't worried about doing the show with Schnepp because mm. he was always so encouraging, and and I think that I can't remember if his Marquis Coy said that like the term gatekeeping was not even in his vocabulary, mm. but because he was so inclusive and enthusiastic about me being there and, and would ask me about the stuff that I liked. Yeah. Um, I had such a positive reaction from the Heroes community. And the, there were so many people that were commenting, saying, like, oh, you were so great on Heroes. Like, we hope that we see you on there again soon. Mm-hmm. And and again, that was just the thing that was so special about Schnapp and, and the number of people this weekend at Comic-Con, be it in person oh, or yeah. online who came up to me and said, or tweeted at me and said, I'm so sorry about the loss of your friend (laughs) and acknowledging that he he was a person. And and that's what he was to me first. Um, I uh, remember at Comic-Con last year, Sinead was telling a story on Movie Talk earlier about walking around with Sinead and all these people would come up to him and say hello and he would always yell at them to say hello to me also
1: um, and, yep.
8: and cuz he and i remember you know him when people were going away and him kind of taking me aside of me and like listen there's going to be all these people they know who you are they want to say hi but you're a pretty girl so they're intimidated but i'm just like a regular dude like them so they all feel like they can come talk to me but i it i'm going to make sure that everybody says hello to you and acknowledges like your talent and your hard work and um, and i also my cat was really sick last year during Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I was super delayed getting down. I was supposed to go down Wednesday afternoon. Didn't end up making it down there till really pretty late in the evening on Wednesday night. And I just, you know, my cat was in the hospital the whole time I was there. And I was really... Uh, freaking out, and you know everybody had been very uh, nice and supportive about it. But I remember one morning we were about to go into Hall H, and Joey and Schnep were running around filming some stuff outside with cosplayers mm-hmm. and just uh, other comic artists and writers whoever they could grab. And uh, and Schnep saw me, and they had the camera, and he and he like waved because he wanted to have me on. And at the time, uh, and then I started getting a phone call from the vet, and I like went and I talked to the vet, and uh, and got kind of separated from them, reconnected with them later. And I was telling Schnep I was. Like, I'm really sorry. You know, this is maybe really dumb, but, you know, my, my cat is really sick. And he was like, oh, no. Because I, I I don't know if you guys know, but Holly and Schnepp mm-hmm. have two uh, lovely cats, Tiger mm-hmm. and Audrey. And they
9: just mm-hmm. took in some more.
8: And, yes, and, yeah. and yeah. Holly yeah. Has, has, has a bunch of cats at their house right now. <laughs> yes. or, or more little kittens. Yes. But but Schnep was so, so kind to me about the whole situation with my cat, which I know is, like, so ridiculous, but he's like, oh, like, our cat, Tiger, was so sick and, and, um, and again, it was just, he was such a, such a a wonderful person um, and just so, so kind and, I remember also during Comic-Con last year like through all the stress of everything and there was some confusion at the uh, at this party that I was supposed to be on the list for and I showed up and, and nobody had my name on the list and I was already so exhausted and some other shit had happened earlier that day and uh, I ended up just leaving and I ran into Schnepp at the Bayfront Bar and Schnepp was like, oh, I was at that party it was awful. I couldn't even get a wristband to get free drinks. I went for 20 minutes, I yelled it to people and then I left.
0: <laughs> yeah, there like, you go. And That's yeah. the two sides of Schnapp. Was yes. like, he was very caring and considerate but if you but didn't take it or didn't respect it, he was yes. done with yes. it. And, and, and 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 it. And that's yeah. another thing, you could talk to him about all a
9: range of topics yeah. yes. we talk about comic books we talk about life you can talk about <laughs> hip hop you can talk about the political spectrum because you, I, and mm-hmm. all oh, sat yes. down in yeah. those <laughs> deep conversations where it's like wow, this is another side of you yeah. mm-hmm. and then again yes. you see that warm and accepted side because I remember talking to him about some of the things he wanted to do because both like him and Dory and I were talking about Dory and I were talking he was afraid of becoming irrelevant Yep. Yeah. Yes. he was afraid of that mm-hmm. and it was like you're not He was like, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I'm like, man, I'm trying to do this. He's like, just do it. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Like, no matter what. Because he was like, he thought he was going to be obsolete. He's like, man, it's all these young kids. The game has changed. I'm like, dude, do you realize what you've done and created? There's no way possible. Mm -hmm.
8: There would be no game for these young people if it wasn't for him.
9: There would be nothing. And so I've been trying to hold it like the whole time because a lot of people I know around me have been breaking. And it's been hard. Because there are very few people who intimidate me in size and life <laughs> because of their presence all around. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a warm presence that it's like, this can't be real yeah. Yeah. with him. But it is. It was him. That's how he was. Mm-hmm. And to know that's not around. Dude, the hardest thing for me right now is sitting in this seat because this is the seat I sat in when he did his last shows. Mm-hmm.
0: I sat right across from him. I was so mad at him. I,
9: oh my God.
0: I was so mad at and him. And he didn't
9: give a shit. You don't
0: know. No, not about the time. Because oh, about how sick of he his was? walking pneumonia. Dude. I, he, w- I had it for two weeks and I couldn't Amy believe He came in to do the a- show. Amy and Claire were like, yo, can you even yeah. do this? Yeah. Yeah. Can you even and do this? that second show. The
9: second
1: show, speak. he barely made it. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I was so mad at and him. And when he left here, I said, man, just go home yeah. and yeah, yeah. rest. When and you guys left and he was walking, I was like, you yeah. go home, you don't get out of that damn he bed you just and goes, rest. I will handle anything. You just go. Man, it's just yeah. all real. You know, yeah. But
1: so him to keep, you know, he's there for, he's just a, just a grafter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he doesn't want to let anyone down, you know, as well. And there's fans yeah. and stuff. So, that day you know the last show that we did with John you know he mm-hmm. was kind of ill and then as soon as the, the cameras and the mics turn he's like hey and the, yeah. the whispering yeah. and you're like oh "My God, he's, Like, just that strength inside and to make everyone feel easy even though he's suffering mm-hmm. and he was ill mm-hmm. it's just an incredible all the it's those soft memories that you mm-hmm. guys are touching upon <laughs> which I absolutely love. like yeah he's like in a, Ethic, <laughs> who cares? But I love that, you know. He even managed to, like, you know, cat whisper my cat, who's a major diva. And um, and Holly yeah. tried, and, and Mac was like, mm. <laughs> but John would just sit there, and there's nothing. Like, I just remember seeing him with his cats, with Matt. Like, there's something really yeah. comfortable about seeing this big giant. Crazy looking guy who was just like
8: melting. I always used to joke that he looked like uh, Sideshow Bob. <laughs> <from the> <laughs> <Simpsons>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then Those are the things that I, you know, the conversations you speak about, Jay, and the things like that. I mean, yeah. uh, I don't know how many times that I was like, I'm going to get fired. Because I would have 40-minute <laughs> conversations with him about and I would try to pull yeah. away. And be like, no, but no, no, but what about this? And, up yeah. up and I'd be like, yeah, this is interesting. I'd lo- I would love to have six hours to or, sit here with you because <laughs> yeah. this is fascinating conversation. This one but I, I can't. And it drove me insane. But that's, that's the breadth of his knowledge. i are talking right. about that's so, so many things. Mm-hmm. To, to, your, to that extent,
9: I have to bring this up because Coy and I brought this up this weekend. Yeah. When Lloyd Kaufman for Troma was in oh, here. Oh, Lloyd. Dear what a god! Character. What a character! Lloyd is off the rails yeah. and just as being Lloyd, but yeah. to watch John try to bring him back mm-hmm. and him just being like, <laughs> "So we just, yeah, got this. yeah."
0: And you do just, know it's 2018, right, Lloyd? Well, you yeah, came, you yeah. came at all? No. i
9: not. What do you mean? Yeah. like oh, oh my god! Can. But it was so fun watching him mm-hmm. and the fun he was having. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. that moment, he was having fun because he was like having fun He fun. likes yeah.
0: the rebellious yeah. thing. He loved it. he loved it, and it
9: was just like Chloe and I over there dying because we like I, I'm like I can't get my phone out fast enough to record this because yeah. I can't believe this is happening yeah. and so those are like things you yeah. cherish mm-hmm. you, you bring in deep and you you try to just live on with that but it gets hard because it's just a memory if that makes sense what?
8: but I, I think if you t- want it
9: to be new yeah
8: mm. I, I think though that you know that that uh, Holly kept saying earlier it's like that you know Schnepp is is here he is with all of us, mm-hmm. and it is because he will live on in our in our memories yeah. and and like thank goodness that if you want to go back and you want to see something that Schnapp has done, my God, he was prolific, yeah. so you you can always find a piece of of John Schnepp in anything that you do, and for me it 's like i I will always you know remember him uh, as the guy uh, lounged out on his couch in his uh, schnappy-claws <laughs> pajamas that Claire was talking about earlier. Just watching RoboCop while there were a bunch of half-naked girls in the other part of his house trying on clothes. Because Holly was having a big clothing swap. But, um, well, and, but yeah.
0: and this is the thing you talked about, and Jay, you touched on as well. The thing that was incredible about John was that... No matter how prolific he was, he still felt he was, like, nervous about his next project. He was still nervous about whether it was going to be good. And he had such a track record, right, to to back him up. And that was so interesting for me to see because like every little thing meant so much as he was building these projects out, and then which ones would succeed, which ones would, but he always had these incredible ideas, and yet, still afraid he was going to be irrelevant, still afraid, and not knowing, not knowing how much people revered and respected and adored the stuff he did, and Mm -hmm. the comments all of us have seen on our social media, all of Mm -hmm. us have gotten in person. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Just incredible. I understood his power—I didn't understand his power—and yeah. that was—it's been phenomenal to—and all of you out there watching, you all have get, uh, dropped some incredible remembrances and 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 thoughts and and and, and memories of his effect on your life—and that's been something just for me personally to be very overwhelmed by and adore him for even more, you yeah. know, and respect him uh, and, and, in his past. And he
8: was always somebody that wanted to. Do better, yep. you know yep. what I mean? Like, yep. and, and he was somebody too that, and I and I give so much credit to Holly for this mm-hmm. too because Holly, like John, did not de- still does not deal with anybody's bullshit. Right, yeah. uh, she has z- zero mm-hmm. bullshit tolerance. Um, and so you know, Holly would sometimes observe things. I think that she thought Schnepp could be doing better um, yeah. in terms of uh, i mean she talked a little bit about like owning up to the fact that this was a collaboration mm. and and the thing that i i so appreciate about Schnepp was his willingness to listen yeah. and to try and and to acknowledge also that especially being like a white guy who people felt that they could really relate to yeah, mm-hmm. being so inclusive of, of people that were not of that older white male right. demographic. it always was
9: about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, He's and, very aware of those things. Theory. And also
8: being super aware that like he, he couldn't fully comprehend mm-hmm. what my experience was right. being a woman, putting herself out there yeah. and sharing her opinions on the Internet, but always really being willing to listen yeah. and to include me in the conversation. Yeah. And like Roth was saying, to never look through me, to really look at me yeah. and like see me as a person.
0: That's one of his many incredible <laughs> gifts that he was able to share with everybody, regardless of color, race, mm-hmm. or gender. And that mm-hmm. is just a gift to have in this world, you know, um, one of, thank you both yeah. for taking the time to stop by Jane and Of thank course, you. of course, very powerful, uh, words from both of you and someone else. who was very dear friends, uh, with John Schnepp, Jeremy Johns, uh, has sent in a video, um, and we'll go to it now.
6: After we were done filming comic book shopping, there were all these stores, little shops in the vicinity, in the area that Schnepp liked. He liked to go to. And so instead of going to him alone, he was like, hey, you want to come with? So we were like, hey, we'll catch an Uber back later. We're going to go hang out at these shops. So we went to these shops that I, they were all all shops that he loved. You know, you had the, the shop with all the action figures, shop with movie paraphernalia. One of them had a lot of horror movie paraphernalia, which if you can find the shop that has the John Carpenter's The Thing stuff in it. Schnepp is there and life is good, but I remember we were just going around these shops and it, it was like being brought into Schnepp's brain. You know, it was it was it was a Schnepp Wonderland. It was like a kid in a candy store. It was a it was a Schneppaland. So I, I just, again, like how do you how do you tell someone how your how your mind works? You show them. So it was like it was a day with Schnepp. It was a lot of fun. It was uh, it was just a couple of nerds in Burbank. Going around to those nerdy stores. And, he, and all the shop owners knew him. You know, he would just talk with the shop owners like, hey, John. It was like being with Norm from Cheers. You know, <laughs> he was the Norm from Cheers of the nerdy world. There's not a person who met him who didn't, didn't just love and adore the guy. So Anyone who met him feels the loss. People who didn't meet him feel the loss, you know. And uh, we all remember. We all remember together and we mourn together. Schnepp, when I was a stranger in a strange land, moved to L.A. for that year. Um, you made me feel welcome. Instantly, you were inviting. And I'll never forget you. Ever. Um, and I love you, man.
0: Yep. Very powerful words from Jeremy. Um, you guys saw them on camera have their interactions uh, numerous times on a number of shows, but one of my gifts was being able to watch them off camera and the conversations they would get into as two very big personalities with their own very strong opinions (laughs) on things. Uh, And it was just like popcorn watching them go at it about stuff and that's the thing that was so great but John, John could always have these debates and arguments with you but never be disrespectful and that, that is so incredible to watch especially in this sphere that sometimes can get a bit hard to watch debate on uh, they were so uh, fun to watch together so thank you Jeremy for sending those words in um, this may be the hardest segment I have to get through uh, because I welcome I welcome Amy to the show who I've gotten to know so well doing the show with John and Amy, and of course Robert and Ashley Victoria Robinson, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having us. Um, thank you for having us. Please forgive me if this one's the toughest one. But, Amy, would you like to talk about your time with John being on the show and coming on the show and being friends with him as well?
3: Uh, yes. Hey, <laughs> I, I didn't write anything down, and now I wish I had, but um, uh, who um, thank you to everyone for everything you've said uh, and um thank you to everybody who's been sending messages uh it's It's been a lot, but it you keep reminding you st- huh. John was who you thought he was. Um, he was exactly who he seemed like he He loved hugely. He hated hugely, but even when he did, like... But, like, I don't know, I keep thinking about this, like, he, he didn't waste his time hating things he didn't care about, mm-hmm. because why would he? And he, he didn't hate your show, he loves Jack Kirby. Yeah. Like, he... it. That was the the center of gravity that his whole life revolved around, was this passion. Uh, my life is so different because I know him. Uh, Every single time I was here, I I considered myself his guest. Um, And this space that he made, the the generosity he had, the way he listened. Mm -hmm. Somebody else said, uh, they tweeted and tagged us and said he always treated me like a person. And John didn't know any other way to be. Yeah. Um, I I didn't know him as long as some... I went and dug up the email the first time he invited me on Heroes. It was November 2015. And it's so funny because it's so formal. It's like, you know, we're looking for someone with strong comic book knowledge. And, (laughs) and, 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 you know, that lasted three seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I learned from him every single day... Um, when the show changed, when it went alone he was so patient when schedules were impossible, like he always made room, he always made me feel welcome. Uh, um, he was one of a kind, um a lot of the best moments, I think, like. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to podcast listeners for the fact that me laughing at what he's saying is probably half of every episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, thank you, crew, for dealing with all of that. Uh, I would love... People would tweet me pictures of me laughing. Out at my, uh, but that is... That's just... What it was like, I, 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 think, I think some of the best moments happened on, on, on uh, the show. Like, I think I found out that he worked on Space Ghost in the middle of a show. I <laughs> was just kind of losing it, and he was just like, yeah, Space Ghost. Uh, because he, he, he was so unpretentious, but he lived such an extraordinary life. Uh, and his, his, he, his whole life was made out of... Uh, all of the three parts of, like, his life was made out of the art he loved... And the art he made that changed other people's lives. And then this phase, these last couple of years, we're spending so much time talking about art to point people to things, it, it every part of it fueled every other part. And and I understood more than I ever had before the way that someone's art comes uniquely from who they are. Mm-hmm. And knowing John has made me braver and made me I, I more like I I wanna be weirder, I wanna be more rock and roll. I like he he, I don't, he was one of a kind. I guess that's about...
0: Yeah.
3: Sorry, I've been talking no, for... No, please, please. don't apologize. <laughs> you,
0: you of all people, have nothing to apologize for, Well, that's
3: that's the thing. Me and everyone, we, to know him was to love him. Mm. Um,
0: uh, yeah. I mean, he spoke so highly of you, too. I mean, and we would have conversations off camera about how much he enjoyed working with you and Robert. And it was my favorite thing to watch you guys interact and especially when he would say something or you guys would come up with some, some, and then all of you would break out. It was just the greatest Mm -hmm. thing to experience and to watch, you know, it was so much, and he just, he loved you so much. Like, he just always talked about how much he wanted you to feel comfortable and happy being on the show, and he really appreciated your points of views and your opinions, and the unique takes you brought on things, and the almost, like, you would almost be like, well, I don't mean to say this, but this is really about... and then go into the things, and he loved that. He loved that, because you were so kind, but you still felt very powerful about your opinions, you know? And he loved that. I think he saw pieces of himself in you in that way, like, this idea to express powerfully your, your opinions and get sweaty about stuff.
1: I mean, first show really i did with you uh, the here was with you mm. and um i just knew like you know john Holly spoke so highly of you um and i was so intimidated i thought oh god like well, if i don't know all the stuff <laughs> <laughs> if i don't know all the things yeah. and i sat here and i fell in love with amy so much I said to her off-camera, like, I have a massive girl crush on Amy. People <laughs> were tweeting me, like, oh, so
3: you're really into Claire, huh? And I was like, I have no rebuttal. And yeah,
1: no, <laughs> I, like, uh, I sit texting Holly going, Do you think I could ask Amy for a coffee. i going to be, like, too strong. I mean, I don't want to come on too strong. Um, and you just, I just knew, like, and the rapport between you and John made me laugh so much. Yeah. Like, you guys are incredible, and you're incredible for doing the show with them. Yeah. The, the I mean, privilege of getting to
3: surprise him is something that I will always oh, treasure. Yes. Because we all learn from him every day, but to get to make him laugh or to uh, make him turn left instead of... I don't... Uh, um, the, the, and uh, I'm so grateful that for the people that I got to know from working with him. Mm-hmm. I like you, Ashley. Yeah.
5: Uh-huh. <laughs> Amy and I enjoyed the the similar trait of, oh, you look so much shorter in all these pictures. You're like, it's because John's 100 feet tall. <laughs> That's why we're standing on the ground.
0: <laughs> what are some of your thoughts and remembrances and experiences with John that you want to talk about? John actually?
5: came to my wedding.
0: Yes.
5: Um, so did Holly and we didn't ask John to do anything to prepare a speech, we just asked him to show up uh, and be 100 feet tall and be an amazing (laughs) person Um, and he, without being asked went up and did give quite a lovely speech um, about myself and about Jason and the, he was the last person who got up and the best part was everyone kind of got up and was very formal and said the nice things that you normally say at a wedding <laughs> um and john kind of like danced his way <laughs> in his purple shirt <laughs> and there's um we've been sharing them online after i first share them online as well there's some really great pictures of him kind of walking around like this and that's <laughs> how i love to remember him the most because he did give so many people phenomenal opportunities i got to be on I got to be on Collider at all because of John. Mm -hmm. I got to be on my first New York Comic Con panel because of John. He donated his time and his effort and his help to our Kickstarter campaign and had lunch with a fan because we Mm -hmm. asked him to. But... Aside from all those amazing things, he touched so many of our lives in a personal way. He's the first straight guy I ever talked to about Drag Race who didn't make fun of me for watching (laughs) Uh, it. We have the same favorite drag queen. And stuff like that is as incredible as being able to get in a fight with him about, like, which Jack Kirby property is the best and how Mm -hmm. many Kirby crackles are too much. (laughs) Because... It's like everyone's been saying. Like, John was prolific, but his interests and his love were prolific as well. And that all deserves to be celebrated as much as the show does and yeah. and everything else. But yeah. I'll always remember him dancing in a purple shirt at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and he was changing and creating every day.
3: Mm-hmm. And he, like, And he was so open to that. And he was going to do so much. Yeah. Um... And I think,
1: sorry, I'm losing it again. No, that was going no, to no, lead no. to something. <laughs> <Phoenix. laughs> there still will be more Schnet. Oh yeah. As well, that's yeah. the, that's the, the the, be- the beauty of his crazy mind. Like it's not gone, mm-hmm. you know. And I just like hearing you guys, everyone, and and the the essay's a real like a real maverick. That's what gave him star quality, yeah. the vulnerability and that maverick quality. You know, we were supposed to go home on Wednesday this week and my husband and I had a chat, we want to be here for Holly, and I was like, oh god, but we need to get back to the cat, and my husband went you know what, John would be like, fuck it you know, like, <laughs> just stay you know, um, and I know he would be, and, and Paul even went out he, Paul's been thinking about getting a tattoo for you, he went, yeah, with everything that's happened I'm going to get a tattoo, you know and it's, it's that inside of people, even if that's that small essence is there, of the fuck it, you know, go mm. and do it, I love that, and if that's something that you can give us all as well do what you love and talk about what you're passionate and be kind mm-hmm. yeah. to one another i've said that in the show several times always be kind and be passionate we all have different interests we're all different sorts of geeks yeah, yeah. and know? john john would be the first person to defend you the first time i went mm-hmm. to new york
5: comic con i expressed concern about being on the heroes panel um as a woman shocker we get harsher criticism um and john said that if anything happened he'd beat the shit out of whoever. Mm-hmm. After
7: us. Mm-hmm. And
5: you're like great then this is going to be yeah. this is going to be fine. I guess no. overemphasize. I'm so
3: glad Emma brought it up uh, that like what exactly what you said you like I'm I'm a 90s nerd the way he mm-hmm. was an 80s nerd and like mm-hmm. it was we were sort of we couldn't assume we'd be welcome for a long time and it wasn't a question with john mm-hmm. uh and and, and like it, i want <laughs> I like I can. It, I was so uncomfortable with the word sweaties
2: at first.
0: I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> or
2: what? Like, is it a sex thing? What is it?" Yeah. Like, um,
0: <laughs> I glisten. I don't um, sweat. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well,
3: and and what I love about it is that the, the other thing is that could be a misunderstanding. Is, is like, is it a litmus test? Like, unless you're sweating, you're not nerdy enough. And that's not what it is. What it is is, it is the fact that like you love something, and that's not necessarily flattering. Yeah. You you, maybe you look real dumb. Maybe you have pit stains. Like that's ju- that's who you are, and that is your authentic response to the thing that you love, yeah. and that's special <laughs> and worth celebrating. And that's what it means. And and I love that so much.
0: He was always, because um, everybody remembers his Transformers Four rant. He was always <laughs> just like, I'm sorry, Roka. I'm sorry. But <laughs> you know, and I was, but I never cared. You know, I never cared. It was just so. You know, because he was so. Uh, he just never came from a mean place, man, and that's. A, also, remember
5: there. him being like, "Yeah, well, you didn't like Batman V a Like, I thought the
8: extended moment was pretty good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Back and great. Forth, yeah. and he,
3: like he was willing to give things a chance, yeah. even like without that for a second, compromising strong opinions on <laughs> anything, uh, and 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 I do, I loved. You with your whiteboard trying to get us to stop talking, <laughs> um, like, and, and then we'd be coming to the end of the show, and it'd be like, all right, and we desperately need to wrap up. And John would be like, and now we're gonna read this comment. Are comic book stores good? Like, <laughs> all right, okay, oh, no, well, it's gonna like... no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was he was a, a unique and amazing champion yep. for that stuff. And he was he was always like he was ready to sort of panic at a moment's notice of like, are they going away? Do people still care? Can we make it happen? <laughs> but like it, it like they're not going anywhere, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um and part of it will be because of him, because he was here, because he emphasized how important it was to support the things that you love to throw your love out there mm-hmm. in the world uh to appreciate the artists the people who made the stuff you care about um it, i like i don't think i know anyone who had as much love for creators and for fans as john he saw all of it mm-hmm. uh, he was he was a very involved uatu of the <laughs> 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 uh somebody draw that yeah. please <laughs> and uh so it's it's very difficult to imagine moving on
5: without him. But I know that, the like... That's what he would want. And I think that's why it was so important, mm-hmm. just to get real selfish, that we all went to Comic-Con and that we celebrated him and we talked to the fans because John would have been the first person to be like, no, fucking go yeah. and yeah. have a good time yes. and have no a doubt. drink no
1: and
0: doubt. buy a new yep. comic
1: book. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I think that's...
0: Yeah, the, yeah I'm sorry. Also, I
1: was just, just going to say, like, you know... Th- Something that sparked my, my brain, like, just the celebrating the differences. There's been comments where I say something on the show, I'm sure you guys say something, and people go online and go, you don't like that? Why? Then let's talk about it. John yeah. would talk and go, mm-hmm. hey, well, if you don't like this, check this out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and put you on to so many amazing things, because that's the amazing thing about being a nerd. Yeah. You know, and he embodied that. Like, let's celebrate. He couldn't understand if people were arguing about stuff like that. He was like, nah, let's let's share. And you know, it just I'm so glad that I'm sitting here with people where I know that his memory will live on even past yeah. anything else. He is an absolute one of a kind. Yeah.
0: Amy, any last yeah. words you want to say about John?
1: Um I loved what Holly had to
3: say earlier, which was, uh, if you know him from here, I'm, I'm so glad, but if you only know him from here, you ha- there's great news. You have so much more mm-hmm. of his life that you can learn about, because he did so much, and he meant so much to so many people, mm-hmm. um, and I know my life is really different because he was here, and I will uh, miss him very much. <laughs> um, and, and that's about
0: it. Thanks. I haven't been able to and those are beautiful words, Amy. Thank you, and Claire, and Ashley. Thank you. Um, as we wrap up here, I want to say uh, I can be an a-hole as a producer, and I can be very hard. But with John, I couldn't because <laughs> John he just he was he just had a way to melt my heart that I couldn't. Even when I was frustrated, even when I had the whiteboard, even when I was wrapping up, and he couldn't care less. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't be harder on him because I loved and respected him so much. And it's the hardest thing in the world to know he's gone. And you're the only one I've surrendered my tears to, Amy, because of that, and Holly, because I just you're my connections to him more than anyone else. And so I want to say, although we move on. Without him here in physical form, all of us move on with him inside of us and learn the lessons from our experiences with him and our times with him. Uh, There's a quote from Shakespeare in Hamlet. He says, he was a man, take him for all in all. I shall not look upon his like again. And I think of no better tribute for John Schnepp than that. I close his white computer one last time on Heroes. And I say to all of you, and I want to ask everyone to come up, if you guys can come up behind Ashley, and if we can go to the wide shot, Cody, if that's all right. These remembrances, these experiences, these memories you've heard from all of us, I hope we have in some way picked you up as well and made you feel a part of this community even more so because we all share in his loss, but we also share in the celebration of the time we had with John and the lessons we learned from him. And so I say from our Heroes family to all of you, thank you for having gone on this journey with John on Collider Heroes. Uh, And there will be announcements going forward about what we're going to do with the show. But for now, let us just remember him, the king of the sweaties. in the best way possible. Honor him in the way you treat people. Honor him by coming up with the crazy idea and going for it. Yeah. Buying that shirt that looks crazy, and you know everybody's going to make fun of you. Do that. Wear your hair however you want. Do whatever you want to do, because he celebrated that, the passion of that, and the sweatiness of that. And so that's the greatest way that you can honor John Schnepp. And as we wrap up here, I want to thank everybody who showed up and shared, because I know it was very difficult for all of you. And a lot
3: of people who couldn't be here.
0: Absolutely. And all the videos that were sent in by Jason and Jeremy. So thank you, everyone. And one last time, sweaties unite.